The scream of the American jets tore through the summer air, deafening Ellen and frightening a pair of swans into flight from their nesting place among the reeds. The swans took off for a short distance, then skidded down awkwardly like water skiers in a flurry of dirty water, only inches from Ellen. She went on emptying sand out of her canvas shoe, bracing her hand on the scorching paintwork of the upturned boat as she balanced on one foot. She was vaguely disappointed that close up these dingy birds were not snow white as she had always supposed. I don't like their eyes, she thought uneasily. Why are they looking at me like that? It's as if they can see right through me, as if I'm not really here at all. Then a shadow slipped between Ellen and the sun. A shiver ran down her backbone, as if someone had wrung out an ice-cold, soaking wet cloth over her, and the perfect summer's day flickered into a negative of itself. The dirty biscuit-coloured towers of the power station became a brooding, blackened castle overshadowing the little estuary town. The scream of the gulls was blotted out. A sudden wind sent dried seaweed skittering, and a thin blade of a voice tried to hiss a warning. No, said Ellen, desperately hopping, trying to get her shoe back on. You're lying. Anyway, I don't want to hear. Don't tell me. She had no idea what she was saying, only that in the split second of chill and darkness, a struggle of some kind was going on, and it seemed that Ellen won. At the moment she got her shoe back on, the sun blazed again overhead. Perhaps it's my new specs. They don't work properly, she thought. Her goose-pimpled arms slowly returned to normal. The gulls carried on shrieking scandals. The two swans continued sailing up the oily waters of the estuary, and Cass, Ellen's mother, still hummed as she sauntered along the street that led uphill from the quay. She was taking a reel of film out of her camera while she waited for Ellen. She'd been snapping pictures of the houses they'd seen to show Ellen's father when they got back to London. Cass had been in a wonderful mood ever since they'd arrived. Now, with her skirt of dull rose flapping against her long legs, her fair hair blowing across her face, she was the picture of contentment. Yet, for some reason, every time her mother said how happy she was that all the family's dreams were coming true at last, Ellen felt scared to death.